Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Hey, it's Dean Kane. You may know me as uh, a superhero or two or four. Uh, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Yes, kind of, sort of. You are listening to a product of Geek Vibes Nation, but it is not Geek Vibes Live. You're listening to a all-new show created by all of us, including the panelists that I have here, um, called Geeks Against the Grain. Uh, this show is going to be about us taking on movies that majority of the fan base loves that maybe we hated, or movies we hated but majority of the fan base loves. Uh, and if our conversation, or rather, Chris, Leo, and um, Isaac's conversation is any indication of this show's future, we will have plenty of ideas for episodes going forward. Uh, so stay tuned, but this episode, welcome to Geeks Against the Grain, episode one, Man of Steel. Now, the reason we're starting with Man of Steel, two reasons. One, a lot of people did not like this movie, a lot. Shockingly, to me, a lot of people did not like this movie. Now, what I was confused about was, Chris, was it you or Isaac that said you did not like Man of Steel? I, I like Man of Steel. I love Me, Man of Steel. I, I didn't I like it Man of at Steel. first. <laughs> okay, so it was you, Isaac. I, I thought so. I, I thought it was you that was very, very definitive on you not being a fan of that movie. Um, I've honestly have watched it like maybe 30 times since our last conversation about it. Uh, oh, wow. Just to, just to try to see if I could find where... Where it no, was I, like, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I was gonna say like, I can see why you wouldn't like the film if you have a certain viewpoint of uh, of comic books or movies or how you think Superman should be or or what have you. I can see the other side of the fence. But for me personally, I think it's a beautiful film that should be studied. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I even think top to bottom, especially visually. Visually, and oh, yeah, visually I, I am one of those rare anything. people, I am one of those rare people that actually do feel as though it was a, a really good um, written movie. Uh, very good it written movie. Yeah, it was, a, um, it was decent, yeah. yeah. Um, so since we only have an hour together, <laughs> or a little over an hour, let's not drag our feet. Let's get right into this. I'm going to just start off really quickly. Then I'm going to go to you, Isaac, for you to begin to tell us why you did not like Man of Steel. But before you get into that, let me just say, I have learned uh, since kind of getting into the whole world of, of, of this, being a geek and a nerd, um, of like really <laughs> studying it. Because I've obviously been a fan of it since I was a kid, but actually studying uh, mm-hmm. the artistry of it. I've learned yeah. that a lot of people... Um, they get really upset when the character doesn't properly translate from what they've seen or read uh, for years. Um, And the one thing I can say is I like directors that are not afraid to completely bend uh, the reality of what we assume the character is supposed to be. 
Um, yeah. I thought that coming out of the gate, making Superman uh, somewhat of a sympathy figure in dark, uh, I thought was brilliant. Because it was, a, yeah. it was a side of Superman. It gave me the same feel that I had. When I'll Lisa argue Brothers. with you. Like, it wasn't that dark, for crying out loud. No, yeah, no, 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 I mean, no. I don't think it's realistic. It was realistic. No, no, no. He By no means. Whiny. He wasn't a dark no, Superman. No, 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 no. No, he no, was in no. a dark when world. I say dark, that was his point. That was his dark, burden. Yeah. When I when I say dark, I'm not saying he turned into Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker. I mean, yeah. not the cookie cutter. Uh, it's not the cookie cutter Superman we've seen oh, for yeah. years. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's a yeah. darker version of the Superman we've all seen throughout our childhood. Um, and what what I I, I oh, love that read the comic. Liberty. He's gotten dark no, way know, before I, 2013. Like, no, I agree, but unfortunately, a lot of people's introduction to Superman is purely off of either the show or the movie. And that's um, where all the backlash comes from. Superman if, people, if people did some research, I bet you half the backlash could be cut in half. Oh, well, I think they could have understood. Almost every, you could say that oh, about yeah, almost yeah. everything I, Zack Snyder introduced were, in the DCEU. Um, no. I mean, I felt the same uh-huh. way. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that about I Justice the same League, way. That, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying no. based off characters, just characters, yeah. not not actual movies, just characters. Um, mm. That there's different sides of these characters throughout their arc. Like Batman, people were like, "Oh my God, Batman doesn't kill people," and I'm like, "Uh, mm, no." There's nah, a guy he named, started uh, off uh, killing people. Like, what are you talking nah, about? Nah, he do. Started. He is definitely nah, he murders, man. <laughs> well, well, he no. killed people. Well, he killed people. What, what Zach was basing it off of was the Dark Knight Returns, which was a very yeah. dark, brooding, and very yeah, violent at, Batman. I love um, that comic. So very brooding. So I like that Zach looked at what Marvel was doing and how like rainbowy Marvel was was at that time before Man of Steel came out, um, and decided to create a world that was not only more grounded and realistic, um, mm-hmm. but was kind of like a mirror. Like, it was like the reflection of what Marvel was doing. It was like Marvel was showing that we can be happy and stuff, still have consequences, but at the end of the day, the good guy always always wins. Um, and I loved how DC was like, well, not DC, let me say, Zach was like, how about flip that whole Infinity War. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, it only yeah. took 10, 12 years to get to it, so, but... And that's Zach what makes Snyder Infinity War so great, it. because it didn't happen in the first three films of the DC, of the MCU. So, yeah. No, I, I understand, but I did like that Zach decided to flip it on its head and start mm-hmm. by having a movie like Man of Steel, follow it up with uh, BVS that ends with Superman dying, um, and then give us yeah. a movie like Justice That's League one. that, you know, was maybe not the greatest film, but it, it kind of tried to revamp and kind of lighten up the tone, um, but they couldn't find a, a place in the middle. But I've said way too much. I'm sorry, Isaac. Isaac, I want to go to you. Everyone else, just kind of let Isaac flow till he's done, then I'll kind of kick it around to everybody. Um, Isaac, tell us in the audience listening why you did not like Man of Steel. I will. Um, I, yeah, no, don't worry. I was letting you guys gush all over because I'm about to get all mean. Um, I guess for um, – okay, just a quick thing. Um, am, I, am I allowed to drop F-bombs on this channel or not? Oh my God! Uh, you're yeah. gonna f bomb this. <laughs> I mean, if if you feel the the need to, by, by all means, go ahead. Okay. 
cool. I won't make it excessive. I just needed to know that. Oh, <laughs> Not a problem. Um, cool. So, Man of Steel. All right. So, what is really big for me about the DC Universe is, I'm not going to lie to you, I kind of look at DC characters in the same light that I've seen, like, serial killers and psychopaths. I know they're all about hero, heroism and glory and, and doing good things, and they're superheroes, but I see them through more of a psychological lens than I lend to Marvel. So, I like seeing what's interesting about characters. And I completely agree with your first statement, Dwan, that Zack Snyder did something different. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to throw down Jack, Zack Snyder because he did something different. In fact, I've been begging for gritty, dark superhero movies since I considered Watchmen. And I was like, man, this is great. But what I saw in Man of Steel was not so much a dark but realistic rise of the league. The Man of Steel film was supposed to be the jumpstart for the DCEU. And we all know for a fact that it ain't Green Lantern because we don't even count Green Lantern's existence, much less its credibility in the DCEU. Oh, my God. We saw that uh, crash together. That should just... Yeah, no, we did. We saw it on the night it came out. Green Lantern was supposed to start the DCEU originally, I think. I don't, I'm not going to count. Uh, I don't think so. It what? seemed like a standalone rather than a connected universe. They tried I to think do they the were post-credit thing, but... I, 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 like, they I were trying could... to experiment with more movies, but I don't think they were trying to make the, the expanded universe until after Man of Steel came out. I'm pretty sure they weren't really too interested in no, that. No, I think because of the bomb, they got Zach in there and said, okay, Zach, do your thing for Man of Steel. Yeah. Because they, they tried yeah. to jumpstart it. It didn't really work. I mean, it's not – I don't think they publicly came out and said, this is the start of the DCEU. I think they wanted Green Lantern to be an Iron Man, but it didn't work out. Oh, gotcha. Oh, uh, I, I see what you mean. And they never really talked about it, but I wrote I wrote an article explaining how everyone thinks Man of Steel started, and it really did, but not in the sense, not with Green Lantern being added to it. But I don't think Zach even knew he was going to do a trilogy when he did Man of Steel. I really don't. It doesn't. They don't line up. Yeah. But keep going. I'm sorry. That's for another. That's for it's another. Okay. Rant. Um, keep going. Yeah. Man. I can't yeah. Wait for this. Oh, I forgot something oh, worth talking about too. Um, so. So, yeah, so with all that in mind, I'm pretty sure, let's just say for the sake of argument, that Man of Steel was meant to start with DCE. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. Go ahead. This was a bad start. And the reason being okay. is because I have no idea what you all, what all, what any of y'all are talking about <laughs> when you make Superman the, sympath- the sympathetic God character, the God allegory, the Jesus allegory. For Christ's sake, he was, when he was out in space, he did the he did the God pose. He did the crucifixion pose. That's not subtle. First of all, secondly, Can I say that's not thing? my big issue. Sure. I mean, he definitely was like they've up been like Jesus Christ and Superman, but they've been Jesus Christ and Superman since his existence. It's all I'm over not debating history. that. So yeah, yeah I mean, you kind of have to expect some Jesus imagery. But you're right; it, it it was all over the place, though. 
I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. it's all I over mean, the place, but of, that's, that's not my issue. Beginning. Hold on, let me say something. Uh, it kind of was okay. said reference in the beginning when Jor-El said he's going to be a god to them. So it was already kind of foreshadowed in that sense, like there's going to be some very religious things going on with Superman, but continue. Yeah. That's kind of my problem, though, is they made him a sympathetic Christ figure, given absolutely no reason. From the very beginning of the film, Jonathan Kent is consistently telling Superman not to use his powers for fear of exposure. Jonathan Kent believes the world is not ready for Clark's powers and the, and the arise of Superman. No one, is, no one is prepared for metahumans yet. It's but scary. He, it will, he it will lead him to... My bad, man. Keep going. Oh, it's okay. Um, so, for instance, there are many reasons why Clark doesn't want to expose himself, but mostly it's because his dad told him to. He's, he said that there would be a fear of him being ridiculed. They didn't want him to, be, to have a bad life. They just wanted him to grow up normally. Well, let's say that bus of kids. The bus of kids goes down the water. Clark's there. Fuck it. He's going to go save them. And... His dad gets mad at him. He's like, why are you booing me, dad? I'm right. And he's like, dude, you could have exposed yourself. And he looks at his dad and goes, hey, what was I going to let him, what was I going to do? Let the kids drown And Jonathan Kent is kind of like absolutely no reason to want his powers. Later on, Jonathan Kent dies. Because to be, to be fair, there were 25 or so in. people looking at him. Right. Hold on, hold, hold on, guys. Let 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 Isaac finish, and then I'll go to you and Leo, so you guys can kind of rebuttal to what he's saying. Let him kind of <clears throat> finish it out. Um, so we got Jonathan Kent, and he's dying. Now he doesn't. He he spends an hour of the movie, a half of the movie, basically refusing the call. He doesn't want to be a hero. It arises to him. He's thrust upon it. He didn't want it in the first place. It's easier to stay home. It's easier to trust in what your dad tells you. It's easier to go with what you've been taught your entire life rather yes. than to go against exactly. the grain, no pun intended. You, and, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was <good. laughs> um, to go against the grain and be the hero. Now, you get the it. Ultimate, you get it. Yeah. The ultimate problem it. is that when Zod comes up, He's like, oh, shit, I have to kill Zod. And it happens, and there's nothing he could have done. That isn't his fault. But at the cost of hundreds of possibly thousands of lives in the crossfire, they're going through buildings the entire time. He doesn't care about the collateral damage. He cares just a little bit. But why do we care that he cares now when he didn't want to do it before? He spent a good three-fourths of the movie basically saving people, but, man, really wishing he hadn't because things get more complicated as time goes on. And this is when I come to my ultimate problem with Man of Steel and the DCEU. This was a crappy start because Superman is envisioned to be the ideal he is what everyone wanted to be. He, Superman is what brought people out of their depressions in the 50s because they saw this chiseled Superman who can do anything, anyone, and save the day at any time. But this dude is not that to me. He is 
contradictory to his own belief system. He then tells the U.S. government to sit and spin, basically saying, I can do whatever I want. You're not going to follow me. You're not going to do anything to me. And all you have to do is trust in my godlike power that I won't kill you. Take a hike. That doesn't read as a very benevolent character to me, and that's how they try to paint him later on. Batman sees him in a xenophobic way, wants to kill him, ends up not doing it because of a mommy complex, and then he creates, <laughs> he makes Superman into a martyr two movies later. It didn't line yeah. up. It lines up with no more of the DC's philo- DCEU's philosophies, and it's a really big mess. But that's my only real problem with it. So, well, I'm going to to you guys. What do you think? Well, before I pass it to Chris uh, and, and Leo, let me just say, as far as the God complex, I did like what Zach was doing there. I like that Zach was trying to show us that um, how, like, if you look at celebrities and the power we give celebrities, picture if someone had superpowers. We would idolize them like a god. Uh, and he was kind of pointing out on how, how possibly dangerous that could be. How we see someone that does something we can't do on a higher level of, of, of life, and we're willing to just give everything to them. Not actually sit down, figure out what they're about, what their true purpose is, you know, what they're capable of. We're just willing to buy it. Um, and that's kind of on a lower level what we do with celebrities. I mean, look how many people invest in the Kim Kardashian and all these other people. And it's just like, wait, why? Like, why are we making her famous? I, I, I don't get it. So what Zach was trying to show was picture a world where – picture the life that you, that you know right now. Then picture if someone like a Superman just landed tomorrow. You're telling me that you don't think – I'm not saying you, but the world wouldn't just bow – and be at his mercy because we technically do it to celebrities now. We'll lose our minds. We'll go, we'll be so scared shitless. We won't know what to do. I mean, I mean, all I'm saying is if, if you look at it on a smaller level, you have people that would wait outside till like six in the morning to go see someone who's popping up for like five minutes to sign autographs. Like think about the insane things we do for people who are the same as us, they just have a better, a better living than we do, and we idolize them. Zach was trying to show this is what we would, this is exactly what we would do as a people if a guy like Superman was real. And then kind yeah. of the arc that Superman went through, I thought took too far of a biblical, uh, a biblical sense. The whole him dying then being resurrected, like that, I didn't buy. But the idea of the God complex, to where you had the lady reaching her arms out as she was on the roof. And, you know, there was a huge flood around it. And then you just see the image of Superman, like this, this holy figure. And then when he's in the crowd and they're all just weirdly touching all over him, I, I get what Zach was trying to insinuate there. Um, and I kind of thought that was, that was really well done. But I, if, if you're saying with Bob That wasn't Man of Steel, though. That was BBS. No, that was, that was BBS, right. Um, but if you're, if you're saying what kind of bothered you was the whole – death and then kind of resurrection kind of thing that I I don't blame you and I know it's not Man of Steel but it, it's a branch off the same tree um, yeah. if you're saying the whole culmination of it is it, kind of what bothered you but to me that aspect in Man of Steel the whole idea of um, what they were building Superman up to be 
I really appreciated uh, what, what Zach did in, in that instance. But before I go any further into my thoughts, um, Leo, I'll start with you. Just kind of break down a few of what I, a few things of what Isaac was saying, and kind of just your rebuttal to it. Um, like I want to continue a little bit the conversation of the God complex. Uh, it, it's kind of like you were saying. This paints a great picture of how this will look in the real world. Like I feel like me personally, if a Superman landed tomorrow, you know, I would have no idea what to do. Um, and that's kind of how a lot of those people were. Right. Uh, right. What, what, what's, good what about, what, what's good about BBS, though, um, is that it does show you how people have started to trust Superman. And that does look more like a worship and a kind of idolized, a more figurine, idol version of this character. I just think that that really does a good job of saying, okay, Superman's in your world now. How are you guys reacting? And he paints that picture very well in this film. Um, I'll have to I have to say, man, uh, initially I was not into it either. I thought the second act was pretty much a snooze fest. Um, I, was, I was not too into Superman until recently when I started reading some of the comics, but I was, I was the same as you, man. I was like, this is, I mean, it's a drag, but I, I went back and watched it recently, and I love what Zack Snyder does with it. And you can't tell me that, A, that final battle with Dodd wasn't, like, amazing. Yes, in a storytelling sense, he is breaking buildings, but, I mean, so are the Avengers. Um, yeah. I just those buildings. He, he I, demolished I know, I know all he's of them. demolishing all of the buildings, well, but dude. Zakovia. <laughs> They drove Sokovia, Sokovia, Sokovia. They right. the city. I don't give them a pass for Sokovia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give the Avengers well, no I pass. Mean, like, right, like, right. You, you and apparently the battle. Either. Right. But the, the biggest thing, the final battle wasn't a spectacle, my man. No, it was. The biggest, it was, it was I thought it was cool. I want to ask you what did you think of him and just kind of like how he was, how his motive, like, what did you think of Zod? So before I've never been to Zod. Um, now, let me say, if there were anyone else to play Zod, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd pick anyone other than Michael Shannon. I'm just going to go ahead and, and say that right, like right now. Um, I think Michael yeah, Shannon is pretty dope. Agreed. Um, yeah, that's very good. I yeah. mean, he's, that man's intensity is like unmatched. Um, <laughs> so I will probably think him. he played Zod pretty he well too. Yeah. So yeah, okay, he did play Zod pretty well. So you think he played Zod really well? I mean, yeah. doesn't that help the movie in such a strong way? He's like one of the best comic book on-screen villains we've seen, my man. Like, I, I want to compare. I, I want to bring you into Zod a little bit and just kind of almost compare him a little bit to Killmonger, where Killmonger had a kind of motive that you could sort of see, but they were taking it too far. He just wanted to restart okay, okay. Krypton, where it's like, okay, okay. I, I get that, like, but yeah. Superman was more opposed the best to being villains like, well, why don't, don't we just do it with the humans? Huh? Hmm. The best villains don't think what they're doing is wrong. 
Yeah, and, and God saw it as that's completely right. He was, by the matter of yeah. fact, he was like he was justified one hundred percent. Yeah, and He's actually, like, he was well? bred to protect his. Right. Exactly, he was genetically engineered to do what he just to do what he had to do and do what he did. Exactly. And, well, and a villain my, like my, that, my you're not saying, saying a villain like with that. that uh, with the uh, the the end battle was, you have to look at it from what Zach the story Zach was trying to tell you. Zach was trying to tell you. That at two o'clock, Superman found out that not only was this did he come from like this different planet and everything, but there were more people like him. Then at two thirty, you're asking this guy to suit up and save the entire world. Save the entire world. If someone asked me like, "Hey, five minutes, can you do me a favor? Can you like just save the world?" I'm pretty sure I'd level a city too. I have no idea how to use my powers. I have no idea how strong I am. I have no idea how strong he is, so I could completely understand that I almost leveled a city. I've never tested my powers before. Didn't really know that to 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 an extent. He didn't even know he could fly. Didn't even know he could fly. So I completely understand. I completely understand what Zach was trying to paint. He was painting the the picture of the kids outside of that one truck scene where he just completely like some like the dopest thing I've ever seen someone try to do in an act of revenge, um, completely destroying that guy's uh, truck. But outside of that, he's never had to actually use his strength. So he had no idea that he could punch that was so a hard they could go effect, through a building. That was, that was right. not cool. Yes, yeah, yeah, was. That was real. Uh, yeah. Wow. Heck yeah. So he's never, he's never experienced, like, he, he didn't know he could punch someone so hard they can go through a building. Like, he didn't know that. So the Zach showing that someone becoming a hero that quickly, that realistically is what would happen. Like, I think watching Iron Man, like, seeing these two huge robotic suits go at it, and there was, like, not much damage, I was like, that's not really practical. Like, neither one of these guys have ever had to use their suit, respectively, against someone in another suit. So it's like, all right, when you do, you're telling me there's not that much damage? Like, I, I didn't understand that. E- even though I have no problems against Iron Man, uh, the first Iron Man, I'm just saying it wasn't realistic. I loved how Superman was like, all right, this is what it would be like if you had someone who's never used powers before have to go up against someone who is a veteran at using his powers but cares nothing about, <laughs> about the destruction of a town or, or, or a, a city or whatever. So I love that he painted that picture, and then I loved how he went into Superman has always, you know, we know him in the comics and in the shows and the movies, has always lived by a code of never killing. So when faced in a moment to where he has to either kill or let someone die, I like that Zach put him in an in a uncomfortable situation of at that split second you had to make a decision, and that's the decision that he made, and that's the decision he had to live with. So I, I really appreciate everything Zach is trying to paint with that character. I honestly don't think Zach is a guy you should have ever had make a Superman movie, but the fact that he did, and I feel as though did it so well, I just I, I give that guy so much credit. He definitely should have, when DCEU wanted to restart the, you know, well, build a, a universe, they definitely should have had Zach be Batman. I, I don't know who thought him doing Superman was a good idea, yeah. but anyway... Um, I really think what he was trying to paint, and last thing, and I'm going to pass it to you, Chris. I'm sorry. Um, I love the scene where his dad 
told him, don't do it. Don't do it. And the reason why I love that is, as a parent, your job is to make sure your child has the best possible life. He knew that if he saved, if he saved him, everyone would know who he was, what he was. And we live in a golden era to where everyone has cell phones, everyone can record it. He knew that once that happened, Clark would never be able to live out the rest of his life as a normal person. Like, that would not be a decision he could make for himself. Like, right. think about it. He wouldn't it. have him the opportunity Superman, to do that. Exactly. Right. Him make becoming Superman. Right. Him yeah. becoming Superman was a decision he made. It wasn't something like, hey, all right, well, now you have to do it. Like, no one forced him into that. He decided, you know, after talking to his father, that's what he wanted to do. But if he had saved his dad at that moment, he would have had no choice. Uh, his, his childhood would have been taken away from him. He wouldn't have been able – well, actually, he wasn't shot. I'm sorry. I, I'm lying. I'm confusing that with the bus scene. He was, he was older. I apologize. He was older. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mixing that. But it, it, uh, he just wasn't – his father didn't feel as though he was ready to make that decision. Um, so he took, took a bullet the same way if a car was coming, you know, you would hope that your parent without thinking would just, if they couldn't save you and, and themselves would jump right in front of it. Um, that's what his father was trying to do to save his son with something he knew, uh, he couldn't come back from. Uh, so I appreciate, I appreciate it what Zach was trying to do there, but Chris, I'm sorry. I felt like I've taken like so much time talking. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts? on everything Isaac said, everything me and Leo said, and just your thoughts on Man of Steel. Um, uh, every, everything that he said, I, I, I see his point. You know, like, I don't disagree. Um, I look at it from all those perspectives, but I also, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker and, like, just a film fan, and there's just so many things about that film production-wise for me that just boost why I love it so much. I, I can understand all the negatives and the positives, but for me, I just think that uh, the the just the arc and the way that they you know they shot it, everything like that, um, just to get into like the film side of it for a little bit, um, it it encapsulated I think everything you need. It had a decent story, great acting, great visuals, and a great soundtrack. I mean, I don't know if you how can you not listen to the Man of Steel soundtrack and not feel emotion from it? So, you know, I I grew up watching the old Christopher Reeve Superman and, and loving it. And the emotions I felt were, yay, Superman. And this one, I felt the gambit of emotions, high lows. And um, it, it, for me, I just think that with the visuals mixed with the acting, I just think it, it resonated to me. And uh, so that side of me is boosted why I love it so much. And uh, it, it, I'm, I'm a, the kind of stories that I tell and, and projects I work on are grounded stories like if i'm going to do a horror film it's got to if there's no supernatural elements it's got to be based in, in grounded in some kind of reality and I, I like the fact that you know there are some questions where you know he yeah should he have let the kids die yeah maybe because we live in a world where yeah you might have that might have been the best thing to do and that's not easy to swallow but that's the world we live in it's full full of these little decisions that you know, who says they're right? Who says they're wrong? It's society. But then, you know, you know, the greater good, all, you know, that, that's kind of there too. But for me, I just love those kind of questions that, that were asked upon. And um, just the filmmaking side, I don't, you know, I think everything, you know, a lot of you guys made the same points and I was going to argue anyway. So uh, for me, 
that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, the, the Jesus thing, I, I, I expected it. It's all over you know, every, you know, all over his, his lineage throughout the years, 75, 80 years. Um, right. So that didn't really bother me. It stood out, you know, it was kind of in your face a little too much, but you know, he, he saw an arc everyone could relate to and everyone knows that story. Right. So he's going to put it on Superman. I get it. And uh, like for me, I thought the visuals were great. Uh, Michael Shannon, his acting uh, there. I don't really have, I know that there's flaws that I just, Oh, I overlook just because um, you know, they're just, I think for that they're nitpicky, but if we're going to talk about the start, I don't think that Zach, I don't think he made this film and I don't think that this was supposed to be the start of the DC universe. I think that Green Lantern bombed. They're like, okay, let's give Zach everything he needs. And he he did. He's like, okay, I don't really care about Superman, but I'll, I'll make a movie watch. And he did, and it was really good. And then BBS comes in, and they're like, whoa, 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 Zach. You're, we're not going to give you your full vision. And then here comes the hate train. Because he, if, if, Man of, if they would have just let him, if they said, okay, whatever the numbers were for Man of Steel, right, whatever the story is, and they go, okay, Zach, we're going to let you do the second one and leave him alone, we might not even be talking about it right now like this. And for me, I can, I can feel a tone shift. Throughout the entire, every single DC movie just doesn't feel right. It just, I, it doesn't have any kind of continuity. You know, they don't know what they're doing over there, clearly. And they, and you know, they threw him under the bus. Say what you want about the tone of Man of Steel, and I think he could have adjusted it along the way. But you, we don't know that because that's not the cut. That's not Zack Snyder's cut for Batman vs Superman, and it's not Justice League's cut. So. I don't know if everything that Isaac said could have been fixed or made um, or maybe could have been justified in, in whatever means maybe could have answered some of his questions, but I really do like guys how they intercut the fight scene of the, uh, of the attack with, with Bruce running through Metropolis. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know any kind that of movie that did that before yeah, that. that was awesome. And so I really thought that that was a, a great little intercut and I don't, you know, so you know, I get a little passionate. I just, I've been sitting on this and really wanting to talk about this film for a very long time with, with guys that get it or people that get it. So that's where I kind of stand from it. I don't, I don't know what it could have been or what the universe could have been like, because I don't think any of us do because it was just not, he wasn't allowed to fulfill his full vision. I think it was glimpsed there in BVS, but then it was fully taken away in justice league and man of Steel could have been, it, it could have been pushed up a little bit better, or maybe he could have done, he could have done his own little Zack Snyder twist on where maybe it's not so dark anymore, but we don't know. We didn't, Warner Brothers freaked out and, and pulled stuff away from Zack and didn't let him really give his full version. And, and unfortunately he was going for a realistic tone and we were getting it. And yeah, it was hard to stomach. And there are parts where it's like, Oh my God, you know, like there's no hope. It feels like it, but sometimes that's life, and maybe hope comes later. Like the guy said in the movie, trust comes first, the trust part comes later, or something like that. You know, you got to, like, maybe, you know, if 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 Warner Brothers would have let Zach do his thing, maybe it wouldn't have been this thing where people hate it so much. And as far as the destruction goes, I didn't even think that was – I never – when I first watched it, guys, I didn't even – didn't even dawn on me. 
I don't know why it's such a big deal, to be completely honest with you. I think it's super petty and not a legit argument to hate a movie. Because I can, if you've watched an 80s movie, Jesus, they, how many times a world blown up or Rambo shot up like half a village in South Africa or wherever, you know, and they want to talk about a few buildings in Metropolis. And they were being evacuated, by the way, but I just don't think that the, that's a legit argument to hate the film. But I'm sorry. I mean, go ahead. No, I mean, no, I was going to say, I think one of the biggest issues that Zach had was, I remember, as soon as Man, like, not as soon, but maybe a few months after Man of Steel came out, they were, there were talks that we were going to be getting a Man of Steel 2 within, like, the next two years or something like that. And then I guess Zach went into a room and was like, hey, how dope would it be coming off of the Dark Knight Rises and the Dark Knight trilogy that we introduced Batman and Superman in the same universe? And it was just That's like, not how no, that was, that was definitely how it happened. It was supposed to be Man of Steel Warner 2. Brothers, no, the leading comic book action, the, Batman was leading the box office. You're right. But Man of Steel 2 had nothing to do with, with Batman until the numbers came in for Superman. And they didn't break, they broke even basically. And they needed a boost. So they, the, the studio thrusted Batman upon Zack Snyder and he, no, 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 no. And made Batman vs Superman. Heck yeah. Zach, Zach said. Zach even said he wanted to do Batman. He wanted to. Oh do yeah, Batman. he wanted. He's I mean, always wanted. He to even do Batman. made it. He's even made it sound he like went, he wanted he, to do. He took his pitch. Look, you don't think that was forced? You watch that movie. You don't no. feel like that was forced. Like two movies no, kind of you colliding watch, together, like movie, tectonic plates. No, no. Heck, if you no. watch that movie, Those two what don't I think, what I think happened was. If you watch that movie, what I think happened was his original cut came out. And then they were just like, all right, we kind of see what's going on over there. I don't really think that – I think we should cut it a little bit. Because I think if you ever let Zach have his way, he'd have all his movies be like almost three and a half hours long. Um, hey, I, I think have a problem with that. I don't. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. What, what I'm saying is Zach wanted to do Batman. He he really, really, really wanted to do Batman. I'd even say he wanted to do Batman a billion times more than he wanted to do Superman. So when it was greenlit that he could do Batman, it was like, all right, we're going to... Because remember, when they showcased... Right, but I just don't um, think... Remember when Henry Lennox came out? Mind, that's all. Like, I don't think it, Man of Steel was like, oh, yeah, put Batman. But the studio went, hey, you can have Batman. He went, oh, fuck, Batman, oh, what am I going to well, do with Superman? I also think, Superman. Think Who this. cares? No, think it. it wasn't. It wasn't just and that. The studio sweat. told him. The we studio told dark. him we would like you to world build, because remember, it wasn't just Batman. Wonder Woman was in BVS too for no reason whatsoever. So right. they told him, "Hey, you can world build." And when you tell Zach that, Zach's like, "All right, let me get out my pen and pad. Let me world build the hell out of it." And then he was like, all right, how can I introduce Batman? And then once he did that, it was just like, all right, some of Wonder Woman. And again, I remember I got to see it a week before it came out because I went out and saw that trailer that was, like, not even really different than the trailer that was out. So I got free passes to go see it um, a week before it actually came out. The first time I saw that movie, I had absolutely no issues with it. None whatsoever. I'm not even going to lie to sound Are you kidding me? I had no Are you kidding me? The first screening, you didn't... Are you kidding me? You didn't know BBS was rough, man. No, that I had no bumpy. issues with that, that movie. That edit was chopped. I could tell scenes were missing. Like, that was... Hold on. That was, I was confused it, as shit. 
Hold on. Hold on. I was so, <laughs> Sorry. I had finally, my bad. My bad. My I had bad. finally I had finally gotten a chance to see the Batman I had been dreaming of. I had always dreamt of having someone point? who was a perfect Bruce and Batman, and they got Alfred. I mean, that's not to, to slam any of the past Alfreds that we've had, because we've had some phenomenal Alfreds. But just someone who matched, who just matched, who had wasn't two. a butler. No, I'd say we might have had more, but that's a debate for a different day. I'd have to go back. Um, 60s, but in the matched, 80s, 90s. Yeah, okay. Someone who matched Bruce right. Wayne, who wasn't just someone who was going to bring him his tea and his dinner. Somebody who could just, who offered more uh, to, to being like kind of his sidekick. Um, but Finn just blew me away. He just completely blew me away from the second he entered that stream. He blew me completely away. I'm going to be completely yeah, honest with you. I was blinded. I was blinded by Batman. Like, as soon as I left, I think the only thing I talked about was Batman. Um, I thought Gail Gadot did a serviceable job um, as Wonder Woman. She didn't do horrible. She didn't do great. She did exactly what Zach was trying to do, which was introduce her, which was fine. Um, I thought Lex was great because when I went into the movie, I went in with the mindset oh, of they kept saying, Oh, nope, my God. Hear me out. Oh, hear me out. Oh, man. They kept saying... <laughs> That Lex, Lex Jr. wasn't the one that we knew. You want some Jolly son. Rancher? Right. No. If you read the <laughs> comics of Lex of Lex's son, that's exactly how he acted in the comics. But he's not Sporadic supposed to comics. be Lex's son. I get it. What they were trying to say was this was the birth of the true Lex Luthor, which was fine. If you're saying he had to take shortcuts and corners to become the Lex that we know, I was fine with that. Jesse Eisenberg, when people keep forgetting is a damn good actor so it was like if you told me hey give I'm him not time arguing he's gonna that, grow yeah. into that I had no issue because this is what I say to everyone who hated the casting and then the performance of Jesse Eisenberg after seeing Justice <clears throat> do you still hate Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor I surely don't no, man. I'm excited yeah, to see what he's about to do yeah. I'm so all I'm saying is Zach kept telling everyone give it time we're building a universe here which means each character has to grow into themselves. So you saw Gail, Gad- Gail Gadot's Wonder Woman grow into her solo, and I loved her in her solo. But if you told me before uh, BVS came out would I believe that she would have her solo, I would go, you mean the chick who had one line in Fast and Furious? Absolutely not. So what Zach was trying to say was give everyone time. They're going to grow into exactly what you want them to be. And if you see Can Superman in Justice League, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hmm. Um, I know you guys don't agree with him, but I'm actually going to say that I completely agree with Juwan about Ben. Um, Christian Bale was not that good, and I never thought he was that good. And I liked Ben. He was very good. I loved Ben. I liked his charisma. Didn't like his xenophobic writing tendencies, but that's something I'll overlook <laughs> for now. I think he's I the mean, best one we've had, and I'm gonna be sad because we're probably gonna lose the guy. Yeah, we probably are. Yeah, man. I, that warehouse scene say, was. That was dude. Excellent. He makes me sad. Come on, he looks horrible. I do want to say this really quick, and I'm gonna go to you, Leo, um, for you to kind of give your <laughs> rebuttal on the whole Ben situation. Because we're kind of getting out of Man of Steel, but it's cool. We, we've already covered the bases on that. 
Um, yeah. What I did not like, and I want to stress this, Christian Bale is probably this one of this this one of this generation's best actors, phenomenal actor. He, as an actor, didn't do bad in those movies. It was his portrayal as Batman that was almost always cringeworthy to me. His voice was horrible. I know. I did not like how slim he was. I did not like how slim he was. was, To me, he was too slim. Um, He was too slim, and I did not like Christopher Nolan's more grounded and realistic take to what he thought a Batman's martial arts skills would be. I thought that was horrible. He's Ledger was dope. Um, even though but I have my you didn't, you didn't about like the fighting Bale. style, like I thought the fighting style was Christian pretty Bale's, unique compared Christian to what Bale's came Batman before fighting? that. No, yeah. no. Oh, well, no, it's no, no, no. It was it's silly. Yeah. It was, it was, Hold it was on. really tight fighting. Let's hear Chris out. Like, it's no. Chris, cool. if you're saying, Chris, if you're saying that the fighting style was Dude, better the than the Knight. Batman Sorry, that we had before, then I agree with you. But now that I've seen an actual Batman and how Batman should actually fight. I 100% am not a fan of what I saw from Christian Bale's uh, Batman as far as fighting. No, it's Batman, the complete, it didn't keep my attention. Christopher Nolan doesn't know how to, he doesn't really know how to stage a fight scene. He makes it shaky I agree. That's what I'm and saying. tight. Sucks to yeah, you're right. You're, I agree. Yeah, the warehouse not scene that is good. Like, it, it better be oh that God, or something phenomenal. else, or I'm not phenomenal. interested in Batman fighting suck. anybody. And can, you're right. And can I, can I, go, uh, can I uh, talk about that warehouse scene right quick, like, Wow, yeah, that, uh, that was that was breathtaking. I think I think that was really? like what real me. I don't think I blinked. I don't think I blinked. I'm like I'm not blinking. The I'm not blinking. Was I'm not blinking. the best shit I've ever seen. Like I I, I, I was literally like in, in terms of a Batman film, that's the best I've ever seen. Like that is the most we've re-watch ever seen it. Batman. I still like, see things that, I missed. We huh? Heck yeah. Still rewatched. Oh, yeah. I I missed things. I I rewatched it like several times, and I keep missing things I didn't see the first time I saw it. Like how he comes Absolutely, out from the man. wall and it makes it look like he's coming down. Like it's it's the 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 just the way that it's shot. Like as a filmmaker, it's, oh my god, it's, it was just phenomenal. Like just as as much as lovely. as much as I love that warehouse scene, the fighting wasn't even what I enjoyed the most. But I enjoyed the most. No no no, it was Zach, the gadget. You. Well, no, no, it wasn't even that. I loved how Zach read The Dark Knight Returns and literally pulled the pages from the book and put them on screen. That is he right from the book. through the wall. That, enti- that entire KGB. scene yeah. is and right from the, with the book. Gun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even the dialogue of the guy going, he says, I'll, I'll kill I'll her. Do he, it, goes, man. he goes, I, I know. believe you. I and believe he goes, you. I believe you. That was yeah. Zach. Listen, That's if right anyone... As much as I love Matt Reeves and what he did for Planet of the Apes, if there was one person that I'd want to just do the choreography for a Batman film, it would a thousand percent be Zack Snyder. Let Zack Snyder create the fight sequences for every Batman movie that that is ever made from here on out. That guy just gets it when it comes to Batman. That's how you do Batman. The gadgets, how Batman, instead of just jumping right into it and trying to fight like he was like scary. Nolan's Batman, was. they made he Batman put, he was scary. fucking scary. He was right. scary and Good. he was gadgets. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he, he was, was I was like, heavy. that Batman was like, I don't want to fight that fucker. I might fight him. Yeah, he's on the roof he's in the shadows and shit. Right, he's up in the can, wall like a fucking bat for real. Yeah, like, Christian Bale. Can I make like a comparison? Like 140 soaking wet. Right. I'm Batman. Yeah, go ahead. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Um, a comparison I would like to make for, our, for, for Ben Affleck's Batman is what I was like. I was secretly hoping they'd show like close to a version of him. I never really thought they'd do it in film. I'm glad that they did. But do not tell me. Don't you dare tell me that Ben Affleck's Batman ain't eerily reminiscent of Bruce Wayne from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Come on. That was awesome. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at that one shot, if you look at that one shot in BVS where he's talking to Clark and he smirks, and then you yeah. go to Batman the Animated Series, Ben Affleck literally looks like he was born to play Bruce Wayne. Literally. <laughs> he has the swagger of him. He has just that charisma of him. And then that smirk, <laughs> that billion-dollar smirk that he gives, is just, that is Bruce Wayne all day. Okay. No one who has ever played Bruce Wayne in, in live action has ever come close to being as accurate as Ben Affleck is, it, just as Bruce Wayne. We won't even get into Justice Batman. League. Just as Bruce Wayne. Justice League. Justice League. What the hell happened in Justice League? What Batman Josh Whedon got a hold Batman of. Great question. Zack Snyder. I mean, Josh Whedon got a hold of. Snyder didn't get the chance to finish Justice League. Like, that was we got to remember, blame. like, this was. You're going to, but he also looked fat. He was chubby. That was not the same BVS Ben Affleck, Batman, and we all love right now, I agree. That's not the same. That that guy doesn't exist anymore, guys. You can love it all you want, but he's not coming back. (laughs) That was dumb. It's over. It's gone. We're never going to see that again. That sucks. Because they didn't stick with it. They didn't let Zach finish his shit because a bunch of fanboys lost their minds. This is also true. Yep. Them damn reshoots, man. Screw that shit right. up. Right, reshoot. That's right. why you need to stop listening to your fan base turns. and just do what you want. But, but whoa, whoa, I will say on. this. Go ahead, Leo. Go ahead, yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, um, um, Superman in uh, Superman and Justice League. Wow. Best, um, best performance we back, had. Yeah, best performance we had. Period. Like, I was like, oh, God, of I could be a better I Superman. Learn that you died. 
Like, yeah. You've been dead for this, this entire time. When did you learn that? You, you ever see like, that meme yeah. where you yeah. that on their forehead? <laughs> you ever seen that? Where everyone's like slapping their forehead? Like when he blew that, yeah. thing, I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was I, I my biggest issue. out, guys. I'm like, no, God, this is a train wreck, and you guys are going to be pissed. Dang. Oh, Dang, I was that much, though? Like, I yes. thought it was good, Guess but what? Not. I didn't bo- it didn't bother me that the bad. Open, no, the opening sequence, no, I dedicated my entire life to seeing these characters on screen, and I was hyped. You guys have no idea how much of a band, I was so hyped. But then, when it, when when the scene, when they're, you know, with the opening scene, everybody knows, when you know, they're playing the credits, that's obviously Zack Snyder's credits. And it says sorry right. or something like we tried. I'm like, uh oh, yeah, oh, I think that someone's that, trying to tell us something. Thing. And in the back yeah. of my head, I could never let that go. And then it, it, the second you see Batman on the roof, I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, this is not it. This is not going to be great. No way. I knew from the beginning it was just going to be. Mm-mm. Well, first um, of all, no one's anytime, more disappointed than me, man. Anytime you, no you pull, anytime you pull from the new Fifty Two. I, I'm going to hate anything you do. I hate the new 52. So that scene was ripped yep. right from uh, Justice League War, and I hate everything about the new 52. So I was just like, oh. Yeah, man, I'm not no, a big fan Zach. of the new 52 either. I was like, Zach, like you're doing Reaper so well. Right. Yeah, this wasn't Zach, yeah. though. I don't blame him for that. And, I blame and I was Warner like, Brothers and I was Josh like, how Lee dare Josh. you? Yes, how I blame Josh. How dare you take the scene from Justice League War where Batman is confronting the um, – uh, with uh, the Parademon, and mm-hmm. you know you don't have Green Lantern yet. And that was possibly some of the most hilarious uh, scenes of Justice League War, where he goes, please don't tell me you're, you're just a guy. Like, you're just a guy in, in a, a cave. In a right, in a, in a, yeah, in a costume. And, and, and he I turns around and smiles. <laughs> he takes his ring, and he goes, how'd you do that? And he goes, he goes you weren't concentrating. Like, that, some of the, that would have been great to see on the big screen. And it's ruined. Like, we now can't – well, let me not say we can't see it, but who knows if we still will have Ben Affleck the time we actually have Green Lantern movies. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. I'm wondering if – I mean, Tom Cruise, do you guys think he's going to be a Green Lantern? What is everybody talking about? He's like seven years old. If Tom Cruise is Green Lantern – if he's Green Lantern, I'll only accept that if what they're trying to do is have it to where Hal stays in outer space and John Stewart is the one that joins the Justice League. If that's what they're doing, then I'm fine. So if you're telling me I only see Tom Cruise as Hal Jordan maybe once every two or three years, like when they do Green Lantern solos, I'm fine with that. But it has to be that it's being led by John Stewart when John True. Stewart's the one that joins the Justice League. If that's what you're telling me, then I am a thousand percent okay with it and bring it on. Because think that's about not, it. The guy that's was not in how Top they're going to do it. The guy was, was no, no, no. They, they said Stewart that the original draft, the original draft was to have Hal Jordan be this older guy and have um, John Stewart be the young guy, the new, kind of like the new recruit, um, and he would be the one that they placed in the Justice League. Um, but don't they, they have to establish they him as a lantern that. first? He's just going to show up and be like, hi, I'm the Green Lantern. No, no. Where what they're going to do is the original draft was, the original draft was um, you had it to where John was young, but he had already been a lantern. And it was a destruction of kind of like, I believe, of Oa. And it was Hal and him trying to rebuild everything while trying to fend, uh, fend off 
uh, I think it was Atrocitus. So the original draft was Atrocitus was just wreaking havoc on the Lantern, and he completely destroyed Oa. So it was Hal and John trying to rebuild it while trying to defeat Atrocitus. That was the original draft. So it was going to have Hal be older, John Stewart be young. Not not young like, okay, now you have to show his backstory. Young as in he's just incredibly younger than Hal Jordan. And I was fine with the original idea of that. Um, but then they scrapped it, and but they said they're still going with the idea of having Hal be older and John be younger, with the idea of John possibly being the one that joins the Justice League. Yes, please, please, man. Like, well, I'm not against that. If any that, Lantern, right. I want that. You know, I mean, that's just, I love I like Justice John League animated, I like so I, I'm definitely looking forward to John Stewart having a major role in the DCEU as a whole. The only issue I had when they said they wanted to make Jon Stewart young, I was just like, well, there goes the Idris Elba or Mahershala Ali uh, fan cast. Can't yeah, do that. man, Idris Elba would have been dope. But I would like to see him at Bond. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves Like I would love to see him at Bond, dude. Like, we need a – it would be dope to see a black Bond. And I'm like, shit, if anybody, make Heck it yeah. the British black dude. Like, you know? I think he's got the charisma. I think he's got the swag. I think he's got the acting chops. He's British. Go for it. Why not? Yeah, Why not? The book, Even though I, I'm not still, even referenced by race. I'm still, no, I'm still a firm believer. And I, it's I, the I, 007 probably, mark. He could be anybody. James Bond is just a code name. Well, what I was going to say real, is... He could be uh, anybody. I might be outdated with this mindset, but... To me, people who are saying they want 007 to be, like, African-American or a woman, to me, I personally always, I'll always be of this belief, instead of changing a race of a character that has been a particular race for generations, why not just make an entirely new character? I've always been of that belief. Just make a new character or just make make a new franchise that is kind of like a 007, um, but it's different. You know, it's different, and you're making that franchise be something that has an African-American lead um, that you could span for, for maybe possibly generations. I'm always of the cloth of, instead of just changing things just for just because it's like, well, well, why not? Well, why not just be new and create something of your own? Like, create your own kind of James Bond that you can then yeah. make special I that totally can be in competition of James Bond. I, I've yeah. always been of that cloth. That's just been my mindset, because I I loved when, when Salt came out because I was just like, this is something you could build to make to be like a female kind of assassin kind of thing that Angelina Jolie can just take and run away with. And then the studios was like, ha, yeah, we're, we're only making one. And I was just like, oh, man, that sucks. Um, but, yeah, you know, to me it's just like create new things. I loved Wanted. That was new. No one was doing things like Wanted. Keep creating new things like that. I just rewatched Wanted. Wanted. God, I love that movie so much. I love James McAvoy. Uh, I do too, but him trying to be American accent at that age when he was young like that, just ugh, bad. It worked. Anyway. It worked because I loved it. Uh, I at loved the time, it. It yeah, but now I don't think it holds up. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't disagree Isaac. with that. But, yes, the moral of our story is, Isaac, we hope you listened to what we said about Man of Steel. We definitely heard you. Um, we hope you heard what we were saying, and maybe – Next time you come across Man of Steel, maybe, just maybe, 
you might have a different view on it. Is that possible? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm definitely keeping what y'all said in mind. Um, you guys did kind of get me to see uh, new things about it, especially uh, the bit about kind of um, pretty much asking him in the span of like an hour, but like, here's all this stuff about your heritage, and now go be responsible for every life in the planet. Yeah, <laughs> right. I got that. Right, yeah. So I do plan to revisit Man of Steel quite soon. Uh, I just haven't had the time this week or last week. But, um, no, I'll revisit Man of Steel. And you know what? If I, die, if, I find, if I come back and I find something different that I missed, you guys will be the first to know about it. Come over Absolutely. and watch it, bro. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You guys actually, I will say, Leo, one thing that I've been talking to um, Joel about doing is actual movie breakdowns. So if you didn't want to have to, like, sit through the whole movie and, like, record that video or whatever, just take, like, key parts of it and then just kind of, like, do a movie breakdown. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, so, you know, I'd like for everyone to kind of do it in pairs. So I'd have, like, Dane and Nick do one since they're they're together. You and Isaac can do one. Chris, if you have, like, a movie buddy uh, that's, like, really into it as much as you are. You two can do it. Me and Joel at some point will do it. Um, so just stuff like that I definitely would like us to uh, to get into. Because, I mean, I feel as though people kind of want to – they kind of want to hear people breaking movies down so they can understand stuff that they, that they didn't really get. Like, I just saw Deadpool 2 with my mom and my aunt, and I was in tears when he kind of blew Ryan Reynolds' brains out. Uh, he had the Green Lantern script. Oh, my um, God. Yes. And they didn't – they didn't understand why that was so hilarious. So I had to break it down to them, and then I had to explain the, um, the X-Men Origins uh, kind of scene also. A lot of people just like for people to break things down so they don't have to, like, read through something or go rewatch it. They can just listen to it and go, oh, okay, that's what, that's what the big thing was about or whatever. So um, we definitely should get into that, but I do have an idea of what we can do, uh, what we can go geeks against the grain about next week. I heard Chris sound pretty passionate about not liking Rogue One, and I yeah, kind of feel like Rogue yeah. One. Rogue One was oh my God. a great movie. Oh yeah, my God! Chris, I didn't Chris, hate it like that. Zach you, hated Man of Steel. I'm just gonna say, Isaac, I'm sorry. I'm not. Isaac, I did I you hate Rogue One? Um, no. Uh, mostly because okay. I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen Rogue One, so oh, oh you gotta watch it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah, I've been meaning to. It's on you my list, to, okay? okay? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, dog. It's on Netflix. Oh, yes, you're right. 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 Well, I should stop. I should stop watching Mindhunter for a minute. Then, have you guys seen Mindhunter? It's good. I have yeah, not, good. but I'll, I'll definitely check it's it out. Good. Is it good. It's I'll actually it very good so far, um, if you like serial killers. Uh, also, I just have one <laughs> more question for all of you. Um, yeah. Just so we can end this discussion once and for all. Y'all do know that Superman could beat Goku's ass, though, right? I completely agree. Yeah. Oh, Here's man. The thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Really <laughs> Really yeah. quick, because you open up a bag of worms, a can of worms. I'm sorry. <laughs> what people forget is the worms? next topic, because I don't, I don't buy the... into that shit. No, no, <laughs> Leo. Actually, oh. Leo, if you want, if you want, we could take a break from top ten and have this be a topic for tomorrow. If you wanted, Leo. Oh man, I could go, go on for Superman. Oh, absolutely. No. Uh, well, 
I would love I would love to do this, but there is nothing more there's nothing less I want to do than legitimately debate two hours worth of can a Mary Sue kill another Mary Sue? Mary Sue. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're both Mary yeah. Sue's and you know it. So <laughs> is there a point? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. No. I will say the biggest thing the biggest thing before we, we start uh, a Twitter wrap up debate the show, about that. We could definitely do that. The biggest thing that a lot of people forget about Goku when they're doing this debate is he has actual limits. Superman, when he was created, had no limits. Goku does have limits. Goku has no limits. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me that Ultra Instinct has limits? Come on. Dude. When he used the KO when he used the KO Kai or Kaio Ken, whatever, you telling me there wasn't Kyo a point Ken. where he kept saying, my body is going to break if I continue this? That's called a limit. Because yeah, he, he was an ignorant little shit who didn't know the extent of his own power. And now, now he right. has yeah, power, power every time he needs to beat somebody. He's a god now. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a to god for. He's beyond that. Let's beyond it with Ultra Instinct. Let's not forget this. In the years of Superman's creation, I feel like every decade that he's existed, they've created a new thing that Superman can do. The guy can reverse time. <laughs> he can reverse time, and you're telling me Goku can kill him. Are you serious? He can reverse time. Yay, dude. That right there right. is the ultimate neutralizer. That's like saying, oh, hey, I killed Flash. Really? Then why do I see him, like, right over there? I definitely shot him like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, he probably, before he died, kind of went back in time and stopped you from doing it. So, like, I mean, anytime you have that ability, anytime you have that ability, I don't feel as though you're someone that can be killed. He literally flew around the planet and then reversed the, the actual time. That is insane. Oh, for all fairness, that wouldn't do anything but kill everybody on the planet, around. by the way. <laughs> if he doesn't even no, get Goku a chance could, to fly absolutely. around the planet, come on now. Destruction. It would not even be funny. Can I say something here? You guys are just neglecting the most important thing of them all. Superman might be able to escape death, but he sure as shit can't negate it. But guess who negates death every single time somebody Goku, needs baby. their and somebody needs help? Goku, Goku finally dies and comes back. Be dead and and do much more damage than Sue. And let's not forget that if he got a hold of some kryptonite, it's over for Superman. Oh, it's all done. A lot of people want to say. A lot of people want to say that Goku. Oh God, we really could. We really could argue this for two hours. Oh my God. But Goku wouldn't I use am the evil. kryptonite, though. He's too prideful. He he wouldn't use the kryptonite. He would figure oh, that that's an advantage, and off. he doesn't like an advantage. I mean, actually, he's, actually, he's right about that. Scenario. He would be. Uh, yeah, but he would. Right, he would. Right, he would defend that. He'd want to have him be like, "I want you at your best. I want to fight you at your best." Yeah, you're right. You're right. Leo, you're right. You're right. When Frieza came back, when Frieza came back, Goku legit. Stood there as Frieza powered up. <laughs> just stood there yeah. and watched Frieza yep. power up. 
So you're telling me Goku right. would now change his mind and go get Kryptonite to use it as an advantage? No, he would want That's Superman. Right, yeah. at, you know what? You know what's crazy? He would He's actually never fought think anybody to... like Superman before. He's gonna, yes, he has. Superman's going to kick him into the atmosphere. Mm, no, he's fought someone like Superman. All right, he killed Doomsday. Come on. Oh, so Doomsday. Like, Doomsday that's such a back door. Time out. He killed Doomsday through a back door, though. Like, he lobotomized him. Like, that was possibly yeah. one of the most, like, crooked ways to take out someone that powerful. And that's <laughs> dumb. That's the equivalent right. of, like, when you see Bane versus Batman, and it's like, oh, all I have to do is just, like, take my batterings and cut his, cut his veins, and now he's done. It's, that's so stupid. That's a waste of a huge villain like that. That is, that's why I love what they did tomorrow. with Bane and, and <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Absolutely. Okay. But let us wrap this All up, right. guys. We Good do point. have top ten tomorrow. We will decide on exactly what the topics will be. We might have to change it. Uh, but we will let you guys know before we actually do the show. But stay tuned for top ten. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me, Chris, Isaac, and Leo on our first episode of Geeks Against the Grain. As you can see, we not only go against the grain, but we go off topic. But that's what you yeah. do when we all get together and we are really passionate. Um, but stay tuned, guys. We have a lot of stuff coming your way. Um, and this, we're, we're actually in June. So I can safely say we have so many interviews coming in this coming month, um, actually in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for them. It's going to awesome. be super dope. Um, and, guys, like I said, we will we will be on live again tomorrow, and Geek Vibes Live will be Sunday. So much news to just discuss. So much news. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say on the way out, or are we good? Well, let's do it was great, one guys. Next. I had fun. Yeah, uh, go listen to the new Kanye West album or something. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. I've listened to Fire. it at least like eight times. Um, yeah, I like so it. I will say this. I will say this, guys. We do have two concepts for two new shows coming. One is a fan cast show. Um, I'll have Dane explain more about that um, this Sunday. And we have War of the Nerds. So stay tuned for that. That is going to be huge and epic. It will be Geek Vibes Nation and all of its members um, kind of spread out in a one-on-one battle over the course of, of the next few months. Um, I'll break it up to see who will represent Geek Vibes uh, um, in, in the starting two months that we're going to be kicking this off as. But we're going to be taking on other geek groups. So we are going oh, to show the world that Geek Vibes Nation is the best geek-oriented group out there. So we will have a chance to flex our geek muscles in the next couple of weeks to months. So stay tuned for War of the Nerds. That's going to be epic on so many levels. Um, but thank you guys again oh, for listening cool. to Geeks Against the Grain. And Chris, I'm sorry, did you have something to add? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I was just that was interesting. I thought that was really cool that you're putting that together. I'm excited for that. Absolutely, I'm trying to take out Collider, so that's the plan. We're trying to become the new Collider. Uh, shout out to Collider. I got one more little thing. Shout out, by the way. Yeah, go ahead, Isaac. <laughs> um, just for some homie love, because he's been really, really trying out. Y'all should really go check out Chris's uh, two side reviews. I watch them every time I get the opportunity. He's a super dope content creator. And uh, go check out his YouTube channel, man. Two sided reviews are dope. Thank Absolutely. you. I appreciate that, and man. That really means a lot. If you want a link 
to be able to to click on to subscribe and like and comment on his on his videos. I will have Kanan post those on Twitter so we can get um, his subscribers up. And like uh, Isaac just said, he makes dope videos. You are missing out, truly. Um, so make sure you go check that out. And like I said, guys, we are trying to become the new Collider. Shout out to Collider though for giving us a shout out. Um, that was pretty dope, oh, cool. but you're our competition, so look out because we're coming. <laughs> um, but we will speak to you guys tomorrow night on an all-new episode of Top 10. See you then. Peace. Okay. Um, that was to be in the news, and now let's look to Geek 5 Nation.